0: Welcome to the Adventures After Teaching podcast. If you're an exhausted teacher, this is your place to find inspiration for a new career outside of the classroom. I'm your host, Joanne Howard, primary teacher turned burnout and career coach. I'll be interviewing lots of amazing ex-teachers about their career changes and helping you see how you can use your transferable skills to leave teaching. We are here today with Shelley Anderson Tahiri talking about her amazing journey from the classroom to becoming a professional voiceover artist. Thank you so much, Shelley, for coming to talk to us today. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for inviting me on, Joanne. It's nice to be here, and it's great to chat to you. Fantastic, fantastic. So, where did it all begin, then, Shelley? Were you primary, secondary? Take us back. I'm gonna do. I was.
1: Yeah, let's go back. I was a primary school teacher for over 16 years, um, graduated, worked in the same school for all that time because I absolutely loved the community there, yeah. great teamwork, great pupils, parents. It was just a really, really lovely, lovely environment to be in and had so many opportunities there. So, of course, as I started out as an NQT as it was back then. Climb the ranks, was subject leader, year leader, and then deputy head eventually. Wow. Um, yeah. So loved my job, but there comes a point where I just got to, I let it consume me, I think a little bit too much. And all these other little things that I'd wanted to do would sort of been put on the back burner and Sometimes if you ignore them too long, they get a bit too noisy and they're like, Hey, did you not Did you not remember us? Did you not remember you wanted to do this? And so I started, you know, started thinking about, okay, maybe you do want to leave teaching because you know what it's like, you're there, you get comfy. You yeah. know what you're doing every day. Well, sort of. Um, you've got great colleagues, the rest of it. Um so eventually, I started thinking about the outside world. What was out there, away from teaching?
0: Interesting, interesting. So, how did the voiceover work come about? Then, was that what you wanted to do initially? Was that always part of the plan? Um, I think
1: as growing up, growing up, um, I think I used to terrify my parents, and they'd be like, "Oh gosh, what's going to come out of my mouth now?" I used to always just kind of love making characters and playing mm-hmm. with voices and accents and things. And I was never terrified of public speaking. I was always quite happy to stand up in when I was in school and, you know, we'd have public speaking competitions and that kind of thing. And that never really fazed me. But I never actually thought, oh, hang on a minute, you could make a living out of that. You could have a job doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got some training learned a bit more about it, did some research. And that's kind of what set me on, set me on my way. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I didn't, I didn't suddenly kind of go, that's it away from teaching. I started, um, learning and studying whilst I was still, still in the job. Mm. And, um, I went to my boss one day on her birthday, bless her and sort of vomited a load of words at her and, and she said um well why don't you think about ha- taking a sabbatical um if there are other things that you you know you want to pursue why don't you see if the governing body will let you take a sabbatical take a year out if you enjoy it yeah. off you go hand your notice in it but your job's here if you want it when you after the year and I kind of went whoa Amazing. thank you I mean I mean I, I was so fortunate." that they were so kind and, you know, encouraging in that way because I appreciate that's not the case for everybody. Um, but this was 2020, so my sabbatical started in April 2020 yeah. just as the world shut its
0: doors. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, it's really interesting you bring up the point of the sabbatical though because for lots of people won't even think about that you know actually having that open conversation particularly if they're in that stay or go camp and the only experience I think we've had inside the academy have been a few times when redundancies have been mentioned mm. and then yeah. it's weighing up you know is it worth holding on and you know negotiating that redundancy package which can be a, a great way to you know give you some funding for retraining etc yeah and, yeah just t- take the pressure off a little bit but maybe a sabbatical is a really great thing to to try if you've got a good relationship with your line managers particularly yeah
1: I I think I was so I was so fortunate and um I, she said you know I'd been there for, forever um and it's a way of looking after your staff, I guess, in another way, yeah, yeah. you know, encouraging them. And they were, I, I still go back now. Um, I still pop in and, um, yeah, I go and talk about what I do now and to the pupils. And I still see former pupils down the street when I'm there and they all come up and say hi. And we have a good old chat and it's lovely yeah. to see. It's lovely to see them. So, like I say, very much a, ri- a very nice school c- community. Um, but, you know, it's a gigantic school in out Greater London, um, so obviously came with many many challenges too. But certainly yeah. a very very lucky place, lucky to have worked there and had such a you know a good experience
0: really? as, a te-
1: as a teacher there. But I'm not saying it's always as rosy as everybody knows. Teaching is a demanding job, and I was a. I was a, I was the DSL, I was the safeguarding lead, I was in charge yeah. of behaviour and welfare, so all the lovely things that keep you awake
0: at night: attendance, yeah. punctuality, Absolutely. you name it. And, and you can't put a, you know, an end of day time on that either, can you? Which I know a lot of listeners will, will be um, nodding along to. But it's it's really important, I think, to have these examples where teachers have made made the leap and they're really successful, enjoying being outside of the education system. Not because they were really burnt out, you know. I have lots of people come and join my program. Say, "Well, I don't know if I'm burnt out enough," and you know it, that that's not always the case. Yeah. That, you know, it can be as I'm just, it's just not doing it for me anymore. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> D- I just
0: don't. My
1: advice to anyone is just don't let it to get to that point. I could see that coming. Yeah, um, I I know that I could I I could sense that I was letting things consume me and um yeah far far too much and yes I had a role where I was trying to keep over 900 children yeah I was the DSL and yes you have a team around you but you still feel that you've got a, a big responsibility in that and um I could see that maybe I wasn't putting my well-being first yeah. when I needed to and so you just got to be kind to yourself and don't you know, because it can it can come at a big cost to yourself. Um, you give your all, yeah, as teachers do. Well, as many people in any many professions yeah. do. Um, and I will always value. You know, I would always encourage people: go on, be a teacher. Go on. I, I think it's a wonderful job to be to have, but you, I think you do have to be
0: mindful of looking after yourself. Mm. Absolutely. So, in terms of the voiceover, then, so you quite fancy mm-hmm. that. What was the first step then for you? The practicalities of of how you went about it. Good question. I
1: researched different coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, found you know because you need to get you need to get yourself a set of demos. You need to know what you're doing. You need to know how to get a script and deliver it because you say, "Oh, it's just talking into it." Well, yes, but when you get a script you want to make sure it's not like you're sat reading from a script yeah and you also need to think about what is your interest mm-hmm. if you are somebody who wants to get into um anim like animation or video games for example yeah. that's a whole you know specific genre if you want to get into doing e-learning modules if you want to get into doing commercials there's all different there's a huge variety of genres within the voiceover world. So it's thinking about what suits you. So I wanted to go and explore that and find yeah. out what I was best suited for. Um, and also I have a regional accent. So it's learning: do I boost that? So I've got sort of an identity with that, yeah. or do I've lived in London for 26 years or something? Mm. I, I obviously can tone that down if I need to. Yeah. Um so getting coaching, getting demos, and then learning all that other stuff about marketing and whatnot that you don't need to do as a teacher. Um, and networking, crumbs, that terrified me because, yeah, completely-
0: Yeah, there's lots and lots in terms of, of scaling and growing, I suppose. But with the, I think with niching with any business, like you say, until, until you jump in, and start having a go and and, you know doing it messy you're not really going to know what lands and what suits even though you might have an idea invariably opportunities and doors are going to open and you're going oh actually this looks quite quite good over here for example
1: Did did that happen for you do you think absolutely I mean I have done um I've done a range of range of Projects, so I've done, you know, more serious corporate things. I seem to end up doing quite a bit of things, quite a few jobs that are about technical digital stuff. And I kind Bye. of, oh wow, and I need to know, sound like I know what I'm talking about. So I then <laughs> every day is a school day because I'm like, oh
0: wow, I never knew that, and. I learned about I all do. kinds of
1: things, That's like thing software as that. a source.
0: Yeah. Like, when you have to look up how to pronounce words, uh, do, you, yeah. do you have a few websites like that? <laughs> Bookmark. Yeah.
1: And just like learn, learning about all dif- different things. And one one of my voice coaches said to me, Shelly, is there anything that you'd be like, that? Um, no, not for me. I'm not interested in that. I said, no. I think anything I'd be fascinated because if I'm learning something new, I'd be like, wow, this, did you know? Did you know about this? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it. yeah, there's a whole, there's a whole crazy world of different kind of how voiceover is used for different projects. So I've done things for, you know, big, big companies where I've done like their internal, internal communications and marketing and stuff like that. I have had my voice come out the telly at me one day, which took me by surprise. My husband and I spent about five seconds going, oh, um, <laughs> So yeah, it's there's a whole there's a whole range of different types of voiceover work out there. Um yeah.
0: Brilliant. So starting with a coach or a mentor is is something you'd suggest to kind of learn learn the ropes and to break down break down that journey. Yeah. Is it sort of thing where you need to be developing um a very clear website and have a portfolio that you're adding to. Is that yes, kind of a foundation yeah. to do? Yeah, definitely. Building
1: up because you're not obviously when you start out, you're not going to have a lot there. Yeah. But building up a body of work to show and just to show your range and um yeah, your range, your style and everything, it is good to start to get going with things like that. And also um I'd say find a community of other voiceovers to chat with yeah because one one thing in teaching is you don't need to go out there and network and you're very I particularly in the role I had I was very guarded and protective of my life online yeah um so I didn't want to be out there and then I the best example I can give of this is LinkedIn. I was terrified. I haven't got no idea what LinkedIn's all about. Why do I need to be on it? I don't I ain't got a clue what to be chatting about. Well, I still yeah. maybe don't, but we'll get there. But you don't necessarily want to start reaching out to people because you're like, well, why? I don't know why. But I did in the end. I was like, well, come God. on, Shelly, get on with it. Wanna well, do it? Yeah, yeah get on with it. It needs to be on LinkedIn. Yeah. Need and <laughs> definitely. And I reached out to um somebody who turned out that they were at a similar stage of their voiceover career. And he's now the producer of a podcast that I'm in. Um, a little really? audio adventure called The Dad Bod of Destiny, where I play an elf. And <gasps> from that i have now part of this whole crazy dad bod family in America and the world opens, the world Amazing. has opened up. So mm-hmm. finding a community of people I'd say is really, really helpful. And the voiceover community, community I've discovered is just brilliant. They're just such lovely, lovely people because everyone's so encouraging, supportive, curious as to what you're up to. And Yes, there's a sense of competition to a point because you might be auditioning for the same things, but we know that we're all individual in this. I don't have the same voice as, you know, the person next to me. And you know that there's no hard feelings if somebody else gets the job and you don't, but also you know that if somebody's looking for, you know, chirpy northerner, (laughs) <laughs> Let's hope they'll come to me. Or, yeah. you know, we all recommend each other. We all sort of look out for each other. And if we know somebody's looking for something specific and we know the right person, we'll be encouraging them and saying, Hey, give my mate a call. Yeah. I'm sure they'll be able to help you. So that is that is something that is beyond be- a beautiful thing. It
0: really is. Fantastic. So aside from the the networking. Are there other standard ways to go about seeking like paid gigs then, as it were, as a voiceover artist?
1: Sure, I um I am on what are called pay to play sites. I'm not on all of them. I'm on a couple of them. So you pay mm-hmm. a subscription and you get access to auditions, and that helps you along along the way, and also gives you a bit of protection. I'd say when you're when you're doing jobs because you know it's going through. Certain certain channels, because on sort of freelancer websites you open yourself up to all kinds of things and risk there comes there's risks with everything but um certainly with pay to play sites for me, it was a safe way safe way in and I've built up you know um I've built up um reviews and I've built up connections with people, and you end up sometimes with repeat clients, which is a wonderful thing.
0: Amazing.
1: Amazing. So there is work out
0: there then. <laughs> there there is there not necessarily is. posting on like indeed, but um there are no, no
1: you know, sometimes I think they do, but I'm not I've I've never really seen anything maybe I'm missing missing things,
0: but you never know where random jobs may crop crop up. Yeah. Mm. So what do you most enjoy about? The role then Shelley or like what have maybe been some of your favorite projects I mean that like oh be the same it, question
1: oh um any I would I always market myself as a sort of conversational read so something that just like like you're having a chat with a friend so anything that I get to do that I've done some just done some great things that I can't even, never imagined possible um but when I've had opportunities to combine my former school world with voiceover like I did the voice for a video for safe for internet day yeah amazing um which you're like oh wow you know and I know schools were using it and I know my school my former school had an assembly on safer internet day but I did I was the voice for a video for parents and carers so that's a lovely thing to have yeah, yeah lovely thing to have been a part of like I said I did something where it appeared on it was insulation company that was that was a tv commercial so I got quite the surprise when we're watching grand designs one evening and (laughs) my voice started coming out the telly um that was fun um like say I'm part of a podcast which is a family friendly audio adventure set mm-hmm. in a magical world and like I so say there's a big cast of us so with that I have everyone's majority of the cast are based in North America so we have like a table read before we before we go and record our lines independently yeah. but we get together to have a table read and it's just a really good laugh but I I, everyone meets generally of an evening so it's the small hours of the morning for me so mm-hmm. I have to go have my disco nap um, <laughs> that you think they used to see me bleary eyed and in my pajamas. Um, she's <laughs> here at last. Um, and that yeah, we do that and we record independently. So that is on every, every podcast platform you can imagine. But that is something I'm really, really thrilled to be a part of. And like I said, if I did not put myself out there yeah. on social media and LinkedIn, it might not have happened.
0: Yeah. No. And then yeah. yeah, presumably that's going to open so many more doors as well and yeah how exciting to work internationally it does sound like the sort of thing that there'll be you know english and drama teachers out there thinking oh i'd love i'd love to do that you know particularly those that maybe have dreams of writing their own things or um, or maybe you know do yeah. the, how much amateur dramatics on the side that's sort of absolutely thing. and all those
1: things that we learn where all those things that we opportunities and experiences that we have in school Mm -hmm. don't ever discount them like I used to take it was 2004 I think it was and I used to take a group of children to a local high school to use their recording software and their IT suite to record stories that they'd written as audio stories well guess how that's coming handy nowadays (laughs) so the 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 software that we used back then is similar to what I use now. So I already has an awareness of how to be my own sound engineer. Yeah. Um, so, and that was, uh, you know, nearly 20 years ago. Crumbs.
0: Same here, so with the um, edit, you know, <laughs> editing, the podcast, the videos. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and I remember taking a year five class and we had some government, no, it was like a project funding. It was in London to do with, and we've got um, finished the, Did a whole film writing course and then they got to showcase their films at the IMAX. It was amazing. But yeah, using those editing skills. And it is a good like 20 years ago. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, it does, it does come back. So any other top tips for I suppose teachers thinking this sounds like a really lovely creative avenue for me to explore. What would you recommend? Like, like
1: I say, finding community. Listen, there's plenty of podcasts out there where you can kind of get um, good tips and information on, um, yeah, that might just inspire you on, along the way. I there's there's so much out there, and um, there are there and there are some really great, you know, podcasts to listen to that can give you bits bits of advice and I kind of think to myself gosh I wish I'd wish I'd listened to these earlier because I think it'd be a little bit more information in my rucksack to help me help me along the way because I think I was a a terrible one for just kind of being on my own and just forging forward and let's see how we let muddle on through and then ask for help you know but there are plenty of people and um information out there and I would say there are some great podcasts on voiceover work to listen to, to kind of see, oh, is this right for me? You know, is it, you know, might be put off by it, but um, certainly that that's so helpful. I'd also say one thing that I do love about my day is the fact that I can exercise in the morning before I start my day because doing voiceovers is physical. Yeah. Yes, you know you've got to look after your voice getting a cold is an absolute no no for mm. me because that will stuff things right up um literally um mm. um and i learned you know i've learned along the way when i put off recording something ended up with a cold and then obviously it had to delay recording it because i needed to make sure yeah. the cold had passed um so my voice sounded back to normal again so the f- keeping yourself fit and healthy which is important anyway but you know doing a doing voiceover work does have a physical element to it element to it as well and you yeah. do need to keep your pipes in order
0: <laughs> brilliant well we'll put a few of the podcast recommendations um underneath this episode as yeah well. yeah for
1: sure for sure there are I, there's so many that I can think of of people who are really um you know really have got valuable experience and nuggets to listen to that I, I would go to for information.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant. And are there any websites where we can check you out as well? Um, You
1: can, you can indeed. My website is shellyatthemike.com and you can
0: follow me on Instagram as well. I mean, I'm quite, I'm quite at home on Instagram. brilliant well that's it that's a good one for us to to link to on the episode as well so people can come and follow you and, and cheer you on and see what you're doing that would be fantastic fantastic <laughs> would love that i'd love that and anyone
1: who has any questions you know they feel free to contact me and i'm happy to chat that's fantastic. what i do <laughs>
0: brilliant oh well, thank you so much for your time Shelley. we really appreciate it a nice you know, different adventure after the classroom after teaching. yeah i just so, <laughs>
1: Anybody who's thinking of moving moving out of education um you know it is it does fill you with trepidation. that is for sure, but I just say don't my advice is don't not not that maybe you ask for it, Joanne, but I'm gonna give it. um Ooh. Ooh. the you know it is scary because we're sort of feel secure in that little bubble. But do what's right for you. Don't compare yourself to others for sure. You yeah. know, everyone's got their own reasons, their own story, their own set of circumstances and responsibilities, but you've got to do what's right for you. But um yeah, as a teacher, as we all know, we're incredibly resourceful, probably more resourceful than we've ever given ourselves credit for. So you got it. You've got this if you, if you decide to move away, you know
0: people will have your
1: back. Don't worry.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming in today. It's been a really, really interesting conversation. And yeah, if you have any questions for Shelley, she's in the Facebook group or you can get in contact with her on Instagram as well. Awesome. And and LinkedIn too. And LinkedIn yes. Yes. (laughs) Now I've got the hang of it. (laughs) another plug for the linkedin for teach career change course get the course and contact with get in contact with Shelley. wonderful wonderful take care thanks you too great to chat to you you've been listening to the adventures after teaching podcast with joanne howard if you found this episode inspiring please do like and share with other teachers if you'd like to hear even more adventures after teaching don't forget to subscribe to the podcast If you want to find out how the Adventures After Teaching Academy programme can help you create your next career, head over to adventuresafterteaching.com.